Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. This is a Thunder and Lightning Extra here on Supertalk.fm. Supertalk Mississippi. I'm Brian Haydad. I am joined now by our old friend, formerly of the Commercial Dispatch, formerly of the Tuscaloosa News, always a noted imbecile, Brett Hudson joining us. Good to talk to you, man. How have you? First off, how are you? Are you okay? Uh, no, no, I'm not okay. I am deeply emotional and upset. Um, I'm I'm basically that meme of the guy holding the phone and like pretending to throw himself over the balcony, but like laughing as he comes yeah. out. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Oh, no, no, that's that's me. That's been me for the last uh, almost 24 hours or so. I, I I believe it. We we were on the air when the news broke yesterday, and uh, it was just insane, as as you can imagine. And and there's a lot of meme potential. Uh, in our reactions, yeah, uh, as you might guess. But we're here to talk basketball. You've been covering the team a little bit this year for the Associated Press. You can't get out the game, man. The the game is always the game. The, the game wants me back. I, I know. Think it's the thing. I get so. you and Carscadden back in the game. I'd, I'd be doing pretty good, I think. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So this Alabama team, they're very interesting. You look at their record, they're 10-5. and five. You think, well, maybe they haven't been that great this year. All five losses are quad one. Um, they have three losses to teams that were ranked in the top 10 when they played Alabama. That's Purdue, Creighton, and, and Arizona. Uh, and they lost to Clemson, who's been a pretty good team this year. And they lost to Ohio State. The Clemson loss is the only one that's been at home. Most of these are, are neutral site games. They're 2-0 and in conference play. They dominated South Carolina on Tuesday night, a team that obviously beat Mississippi State on Saturday just overarching thought, what is this Alabama team? Are they a five loss team or are they are their record sort of not what they should be? Um they, they are a team that does not defend well enough to win the games that they have lost. Um so uh, they went on that stretch. you mentioned it. they played a neutral side game against Purdue in Canada. They played at Creighton, and then they played a quote-unquote neutral site game where they played Arizona. I think that game was in Phoenix. Phoenix. Uh, and, and they lost, played those three games, all three of them in a row. So you're talking about three top ten teams away from home in the span of about ten days or so. Um, and naturally, you, you lose all all three of them, and you're you're still – I mean, I was looking at it this morning. I think Alabama's like eighth in Ken Palm. Um, it's weird for – Fifth for in the team. net. As yeah, a, yeah, a, like it's it's a top ten team by a lot of advanced metrics, but they're ten and five because they just don't defend as as well as they need to defend to to win against the top level competition that they scheduled in in the non con. Um, I mean, they're first in in offensive efficiency at Ken Palm right now, and I think they're fifty ninth on on defense. So that that tells you everything you need to know. Now, the the South Carolina result from a few days ago was was a nice change of pace. And in that regard, uh, 17 turnovers forced held South Carolina to 31% shooting. So that was a that was a, a welcome sight for for a team that clearly has all the pieces that it needs to be an SEC championship contender and make another Sweet 16 as they've done twice in NATO's short time here. They just don't play defense well enough to to be reliably considered that that good right now. Um, getting that change now would be ideal. 91 points per game is what this team averages. I don't know that if you had told me coming into the season with the loss of Brandon Miller that this team was going to average 91 points a game that I would have believed you. You know, Miller was Batman last year, and Mark Sears kind of played Robin to him. Now Sears is the is the main man on, on this team. You know, how has he re- reacted to becoming the guy that Alabama is going to look to in those crucial moments? 
Uh, it's been interesting to watch it because I don't think it was anticipated. Uh, I mean, they brought in Aaron Estrada, uh, another point guard type, uh, a transfer from a couple different places, and they kind of figured that those two would would share some some one guard responsibilities. And obviously, bringing Grant Nelson from North Dakota State, uh, a big wing and and post scorer, you you bring in some other additions, and you think that Mark Sears and Aaron Estrada are going to be able to play off of each other and and run the offense between the two of them. Them, but it's it's been pretty ball dominant for for Mark Sears and and he's shown that he has the bag for it like he he has all of the moves to to get himself to the rim with regularity he has some some step back in his arsenal to to hit the three pointer I mean he's shooting forty nine percent from from three uh, so far this year he's um, he's he's making it from the free throw line as well he's he's shown that he does not have to be a run the offense distribution type point guard he can be ball dominant when he has to be and uh, they've they've needed him to be at times there have been times where Grant Nelson has been really really cold from from the field and they have just frankly needed Mark Sears to go get 20-25 points to and and he's He's done that. Um, he, he had a big game against Vanderbilt in, in the SEC opener, and and it's been that way whenever it's needed. And, and we were talking about the loss string earlier. A lot of Mark Sears' offensive performances were the reasons that Alabama had chances to win in, in those games. I mean, he had a half-court floater that almost went in to force overtime against Creighton, which feels like a microcosm of of the season. Like the, the defense has not been quite good enough to win at the top of the at the top of the sport. But Mark Sears' offense has has given them that opportunity in in the final minutes. When you look at this Alabama team, obviously, you know, you think Nate Oates, you think the three-pointer, they're shooting 39.5%, basically 40% as a team. You mentioned Sears, 50% from behind the arc. And it's not like he's doing that on, on three of six shooting. He's 40 of 81 yeah. uh, on on the season. Mississippi State has been a pretty good perimeter def- team this year. They, 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 they did pretty good last night. Uh, as we're recording against Tennessee, they weren't great against South Carolina. And South Carolina's other sort of live by the three, die by the three kind of team. And that's what cost them the game was allowing South Carolina to do that. Is this matchup just this simple? If State can slow down Alabama from behind the arc, they're going to win. And if Alabama hits shots, they're going to win? Certainly, certainly helps that way. I, I think it's less about guarding the three-point line and more about guarding Mark Sears because where where Alabama is at its best is when Mark Sears can can penetrate. When he can get a dribble drive going, he, he gets a lot of credit for, for his scoring prowess, as he should. But where he's been among the best in, in the nation is distributing off of his dribble drive. He's He's been incredible at making the right kickout pass to open guys that are that are hitting threes, which is why a freshman Sam Walters is shooting over 50% from three-point range, which is why there are some other guys on, on this roster that have had some, some good three-point shooting performances throughout the season. Aaron Estrada comes to mind. So uh, if, if you can prevent that, then that goes a long way to, to stopping Alabama's three-point arsenal, not only stopping Mark Sears from shooting that three, but also making sure that you don't have to take too many resources to bring in your defense on a driving Mark Sears. That gives him all the opportunity in the world to kick it out to a wide-open guy on the on the perimeter. So it's easy to focus on defending the number of three-pointers that Alabama will take for all the reasons that you mentioned earlier. But Mark Sears has very much been the the straw that stirs the drink and in a lot of ways, not only with his scoring, but also what he can create off the dribble drive. So it's it's more about making life hard for for Mark Sears and preferably doing it with a one-on-one matchup. I don't know if y'all if y'all have that guy, 
Um, but you, you might need him because the way the way Mark Sears kicks out, he he creates a lot of scoring opportunities for for others just as well as he does it for himself. Well, speaking of one on one matchups, when you look at Alabama and their rebounding stats, it's really a team effort. They don't have that that big physical presence. So who is going to be given the task with Tolu Smith? Uh, I mean, I think it's got to be Nick Pringle. Um, Mo Diabate Diabute. I've I've never figured out how to pronounce that last name. I probably diabetes. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. Uh, they, I mean, they've kind of gone by committee there. Pringle has been there. Waggy has been there. Mo has been there. Um, and 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 there's there's a, a few options there. Uh, I think they would like a little more out of out of Grant Nelson in in that regard too. I mean, he's he's given them them plenty. He's been cleaning up the glass. At, at times when he's got five and a half in a game, he's not giving them nothing there, but you could always get more from somebody of that, of that length and, and that size. So um, they've been kind of by committee and they've even mixed up their, their starters there. They, they haven't had a consistent starter at, at the five. They've kind of gone in and out. Some of that is because Pringle's been banged up throughout the course of, of the year, but um, they're, they're not afraid to, to mix around their minutes and, and let whoever is playing well on that given night run things down, down on the, down in the paint. So, um, it, it kind of, that's something that you might get a starter. At, well, you'll definitely get a starter out of that. I'm, I'm told you have to have five starters and, I, and, and I, they, they, they prefer it that way. Unless you're hickory high, then your team right. can be on the court. That's my understanding. So someone will start in in that position, but but who is playing there with with five minutes to go is it's very much a matter of how that exact game is going. Quad one game for both these teams. You know, Alabama, as I mentioned, is fifth state currently twenty seventh after after their win over Tennessee uh, uh, Wednesday night at the Humphrey Coliseum. How do you see this game playing out? Probably low scoring. Uh, really? <laughs> or, okay. Or, or, or at least that's the way y'all would. That's the way that Mississippi State would would like it to be. Um, you could say y'all. It's all right. We all know. Uh, I, know. I caught myself. Uh, yeah. But that's that's probably the way that Mississippi State would would prefer it. Um, and that's just a tempo thing, which which Mississippi State is is really good at. Um, I mean, we've we've talked about this before. Like the the higher the game goes, the less likely it is that, that Mississippi State wins it, and the higher it goes, the more likely it is that, that Alabama wins it. So I think that's something that'll get established in the first ten minutes of of the game is is the tempo. Um, it, bias or otherwise, I still see Alabama winning the game. I, I think Mark Sears has been playing at an SEC Player of the Year level for basically the entire season. Um, and as I was mentioning earlier with the way that he creates for himself and for others off of that, I, I'm guessing that, that Alabama will be able to, to stretch the scoring for this game in, in a direction that Mississippi State doesn't quite have the tools for. So I'm, I'm guessing how that that's how that goes. But, but again, with the way that this team has played defense for most of the season, it's it's entirely possible for them to to take a strange loss like the the Ohio State loss is is one that's that's weird. Yeah. The, the other four are pretty plausible based on quality of opponent, but uh, the the Ohio State loss was really the beginning of where the defensive struggle started to show themselves and and let people realize that while this team is clearly better than a huge percentage of of the sport, there there are some some issues that could force them to take unexpected losses. And if if that shows up again when they go away from home, 
like like they're doing on on Saturday. That that could happen again. And you saw that in the SEC opener in Van, at Vandy. Like that that yeah. was a, a game that Alabama was was reasonably in control of at points in the second half, and then it ended up being I think a three point game, three point game, yeah. the final buzzer because because Vandy was able to score at the end. Um, I could I could see a situation where that happens again, and and the three point margin is going the other way. Vandy is really going to hurt somebody's NCAA resume at some point. Oh, Vandy's, they're not Vandy's, going 0 and 18. You know no, that. They're, they're giving somebody a seed line bump and yeah. in the opposite direction. Yeah, and the way you don't they're, want they're to. They're going to turn an eight seed into a nine seed. I can't wait to see who that is. Last question Who's the next head coach at Alabama? I am. Yes. It's me. Fast. It's me. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go interview for the job as soon as this Zoom calls over. So well, get out of there. I, I expect to be. I you know I, I once I said I wanted to be your defensive coordinator. I want to be a, a staff. I want to be like director of operations or something. That's what I want. Mm. I'll, I'll allow that. Um, I should be, I should really be your uh your your media relations guy. I mean, ooh, could, could could you whip some of those guys into shape? They need it. Let me tell you something right now. John Talty doesn't want me doesn't want me to show up and tell him how it's going to be. I'll put it that way. I will put it that way. I, I like it. I, I will. I will give your your question an honest answer. Um, my preference would be Steve Sarkeesian. Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen for an infinite number of reasons. Um, my actual pick at this point, I think, either Lane or Kalen DeBoer. I've never seen a coaching search with such a limited. Cool. I mean, this is Alabama, right? They can, they can hire whoever they want. But yeah. like, if I say, I mean, outside of, because I don't think Kirby's coming. So outside of outside of Sark, Kiffin, DeBoer, and Norvell, of who's left, right? Because Lanning's out. Anybody else is off the radar. Anybody mm-hmm. else is like, if I told you tomorrow they hired, you know, the, I don't know who the offensive coordinator of the Minnesota Vikings is. I don't know who that is. So let's just throw it out there as an example. But an NFL offensive coordinator, everybody would lose their mind. But I would lose my mind. I, think. I know. Like even if I found like who's a good Baltimore, you know, a, a good offensive NFL team, you yeah. would be like, what? They hired who? It, it feels like it's not one of those four guys. Everybody's going to freak out, which is whole, in, insane to me. You think about Mississippi State and the search that, that we just went through, and like there could have been twenty guys that they said was going to be the coach, and I've been like, all right. Yeah, I, I can buy that. Plausible, sure. Yeah, so but, we'll see. Well, I wish you and your lovely wife and your beautiful children uh, the best in these trying times, uh, and hope to see you again very soon, my friend. They are trying. Thank you, hey Dad. See you soon. All right, Brett Hudson. Always good to have him back on Thunder and Lightning. A Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.